What's going on, Wolves? Welcome to another episode of Conscious Conversations with Lo. And like every other episode I have been on with you, you know I'm hella excited about today's topic and guests because literally the women in my life are so phenomenal. I fangirl all the time, whatever they call, whatever they text me. I'm like, oh my God, it's such an experience. And today I have my beautiful friend. <laughs> Rebecca Love, and this is genuine excitement. I'm dead serious. Like, I really do talk to them like this all the time. Um, it's, true. I, it's true. I'm obsessed with Rebecca, like, obsessed. I can't wait to tell you guys how we met. But first off, let me tell you more about her, okay? Rebecca is the founder and creative Organized for Love, and that is a company, it's a lifestyle brand that helps executives, bosses, leaders, and founders maximize space in their New York apartment. Okay, New Yorkers, my New York Wolves, where y'all at? Y'all better reach out to her, okay? <laughs> it's a mission to transform Black women's relationship with their home through professional home organization using environmental psychology. That's it. This is the end of the episode. That's it. We're done. You've learned so much just by her bio. Like, where do I even begin? Um, okay, first off, hi, Rebecca. <laughs> I love you so much. I guess so Because it's so mutual. I just like, I'm like, I know this is so amazing so it's like when you're fangirling I'm like oh my god this love <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yes I freaking love and first off Rebecca and I our friendship was literally on site like it's not like legitimate it was like we walked past each other we were at um I feel like it was the boss event right yeah boss, yep, yes, mm-hmm. yes. boss mm-hmm. house they had their first event mm-hmm. and I was one of the speakers and she was also a speaker and we literally walked past each other she's like your outfit is cute I'm like your outfit is cute and you're like you want to be friends I'm like let's be friends girl I'm calling you literally that was it. how it happened like it was very organic it wasn't even it was so organic I really firmly <laughs> believe like our auras were like already talking like oh, they'll catch up girl they'll catch they'll see each other yeah. at some point cause... <laughs> yo that's no that's that's right. Like it was, it really was beyond me. I was just like, oh my gosh, she is so pretty. And you're like, girl, you know, I don't like, oh, thank you. No, seriously. I was like, yo, she's funny. like, this is it much. was such, and then like ever since then, we've just been like on the phone, chatting, building together, hanging out. Yeah. Um, it's such an experience being around you because I actually didn't know that I had such a deep love for organizing until like meeting mm. you. I didn't even realize that it was prevalent in my life or that it like, you know, saved my life. Cause if you guys don't know me and Rebecca did a live on her Instagram TV, um, talking about just like how we were able to use organization to transform our lives. Okay. Um, and we both have very similar stories to that. So make sure you check that out because honestly, just follow her page. That's all in the show notes. But um, <laughs> yeah. So when I started talking to you more about that during like our co-working sessions, I was just like, oh my God, like organizing is like really important to like your well-being. And I don't know why it never clicked for me until speaking Mm -hmm. to you about it. But I think it's because you also make organizing um, more digestible. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily relate to Maria Kondo. And I know people are going to be like, oh my God, why would you say that in a recording? I don't necessarily relate. She's not mine. (laughs) I have Rebecca. It's fine. (laughs) Relax. okay (laughs) it's okay we all got somebody for us um but yeah I love the way that you break down organizing um so how did you get into like how did organizing become this thing where you're like this is the path that I'm meant to be on to help black women Mm. this question is always so loaded um but 
I think I started out um, with organization at the start of my life as a child. What? And so it's been a it's been a building block, um, and just like as I've gotten older, it's just been different layers that have been added on in terms of now saying I'm going to be a professional organizer. Um, but just based off of my my childhood home, you know, the type of home I was raised in really got me more interested in you know organization you know I come from a very big family and so really thinking about structure and systems and um comfortability and I think um not I think but that that those pieces in my childhood really uh allowed me to you know grow up and think about interior design Mm. you know um function and beauty and as I've gotten older I started to develop more interest in what home is and I've always asked myself different types of I've always had a internal dialogue about home what it means to me um the physical space um and you know because I I, again I grew up in a big family so whether I was sharing a a bunk bed with my sisters or you know just sharing the household you know with extended family home was something always on my mind and so around 2013 Mm. Um, when I got my first, when I signed my first, yeah, same me so too. I had lived, <laughs> yes, I'd lived, or was it? It was twenty. It was between twenty twelve, um, and twenty um thirteen, where I actually signed my first lease with roommates, and so at that point, um, it was different. So I had lived, I moved outside of my parents' home. I'd lived in mm-hmm. dorms, but signing your own lease is a different, different experience. Y'all. So yeah, me and my roommates, you know, just figuring out navigating decorating the space also just logistics and like how do we organize the fridge you know whose food is what whose food is who you know things like that I think at that point I had started to write down I want to be a professional organizer Mm. and an interior decorator so um, I used to always write down the things that I wanted to be because as a Gemini I just feel like I've always wanted to be everything everything and so um at that point, I started to develop more, um, just strengthening my interest in organization. Mm. And, and so here we are, 20, I started in 2018, organized Oh my gosh. And her brand has exploded on the scene. Again, if you guys are not following her, take the time right now, because you can multitask, all right? As long as you're not driving, <laughs> you, you are right, all right? Make sure you go and follow her on Instagram at Organized for Love, because one, it's such an aesthetically pleasing um account to scroll through first off like literally every picture is just like okay I want that oh actually no I actually want that color scheme no actually I want that color scheme and then you're also learning these amazing simple tips on how to organize your space and maximize the experience you can have in your space because it's organized and I love all of that especially um something that you just said you said you've always had this internal dialogue about the meaning of home um, I always talk about home being an internal, there's an internal home right, that we have, our inner oasis, and then there's our outer oasis, that physical home that we have. How do we prep for both? Like, how do we organize our inner home first? Mm, mm. Well, I, I think at different points in my life, that looks mm, different. I love that. Um, so, so, so right now, what that looks like is green, mm. like so much so much great like and a ridiculous 
when you feel like almost like love or empathy like when you feel like you've given more than you can mm. give more when you feel like you've reached a capacity to give more so for me when it comes to like before I'm um, organizing my space on the outside is really about like what my space looks like you know my body my home inside is really really great like giving myself grace an obscene amount of grace when I say oh that's too much grace and I'm like I need to give myself more grace and so I know that's very like abstract like what does that mean Um, but for me it starts with grace right now where I am I love this like especially the grace part because it resonates for me in such a way when I think about even in um, when I moved to our new place in Philly one of the first things you said to me was like be patient and give yourself like you said give yourself grace and give yourself space because it's not going to all come together overnight. Like, just breathe into it. And I was like, fine, Rebecca, I will give myself grace. Because so, you, know? <laughs> you really want everything just to come together the minute you see it. Like, the minute you envision something, you're like, okay, boom. There it goes, like, that instant gratification yeah. that we're all wired to right now. But I love the fact that when I was um, just even creating a space that I'm in, even just the conversation that we were able to have, it just helped me to keep that in mind of, like, Grace showed up for me in my organizational experience of like giving it time to settle too. Like not it just mm-hmm. being like, okay, so you know you're supposed to be organized. So damn it, be organized. It was like it's it's a trial and error of seeing like what tools and techniques help, which ones are not as effective. Mm-hmm. And it does take time. And in order for you to handle the experience of the time it takes especially for my type a's especially for my hustlers and my go-getters you have to have grace yeah. otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy you just are yeah no for sure i think and and i think for us and and i i intentionally um focus on black people because i feel like our relationship with home is very layered you know it's so layered there's so many different variables that really um you know, that are dictating, like, how we feel about home, how we do home, how we organize our home, what we don't do and do. And I I feel like grace comes in where it's like, you know what, that feeling that I have where I actually don't want to get settled, Mm -hmm. right? Why don't I ever want to get settled in a space? Why can I ever, why am I always changing my mind? Is because maybe you have never had a permanent space or, you know, maybe... You don't know what it means to be able to uh, make decisions in your home because your parents didn't own their Mm. home. Like all of that is, you know, that's all culturally relevant to us and our family and, you know, our history, the good, the bad and the ugly. And I think that's why I focus on it so much, because in the professional organizing industry, it's just not it's not something that um, is addressed. And it's also just in terms of like you know the the white women who dominate mm-hmm. the space these just are issues these aren't yeah. your issues and it's like it's not it's not even like in a it's like okay those are not your issues so these are our issues so someone has to bring them to the forefront and so these are things I've always thought about and so to to talk about them and to bring it you know take it from my mind now and to create a, a brand that centers these issues it really, you know, brings up, it just brings up a lot. And it's just like, oh my God, this is so much, this is so much more than going to the container mm-hmm. store, right? Like, 
this addresses my, you know. Okay, I can go on. No, go no, on. no, please. <laughs> it's so good because as you say, I'm like, okay, so what I'm getting from this is there's a link to my sense of ownership and organizing. Like, yeah. I, my mind right now, I'm over yeah. here taking notes. Like, okay, I got to look back into that because when you just said that, I think about like, so I was actually really lucky when I was a kid. I lived in two homes, which I mean, for some people might be like, oh my God, a broken home. Like, no, girl, I had two bedrooms. It was fly. I was happy. Um, right. Don't be confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not always what they tell you in TV shows. But I had um, a bedroom at my grandma's house, uh, my grandparents' house in Long Island that I shared with my sister. It was, uh, it was crazy. And then I had my own bedroom that I had with my mom in her apartment in Queens. And when you're talking right now, I actually remember like being able to design my bedroom in my home um, at my grandma's house with, I had a little bit more freedom, like to put things up, to like put nails in and stuff like that. I'm thinking about it now and I'm just like, my mom has always been a defiant woman. So like in the apartment, she just did truly what she wanted to do. But in my bedroom, she would always be like, okay, just be mindful of the walls. Or like, we can't really paint the wall purple because, you know, it has to stay white, but we will get like a purple rug instead. So she was pretty flexible with me on that. But when what you're just talking about now, it was because she had an apartment. She was renting it. She didn't own it. So there were limitations to the way that um, my room and my home felt because she herself unfortunately was limited by the rules of owning of renting a home as opposed to my grandparents I literally was able to like paint the walls and do whatever I wanted to do as long as it was within my grandmother's say so because you did own the home but um I love that right I didn't even think about that yeah me and my sister we used to always talk about the difference between um me us and other white girls who were able to not able to, but who we we wanted to dye our mm-hmm. hair, right? Purple and pink. You know, we wanted to do all of these different crazy things um, as an expression of young women, you know, coming into our home. And we we would literally, as young girls, we would talk about how, like, how for us our life is different because from a practical sense, right? Like, we needed to get braids because the hairstyle needed to last a little longer because my mom had to work, mm-hmm. but she just... We just didn't have that flexibility of um, being creative because it was just about like being practical. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if that was a good example, but even like if you're just thinking about your space, like the practicality of needing to get your deposit back for your, you know, your apartment. It's like, I can't put, I'm not even going to risk it because, you know, this landlord is janky. So I'm not, I'm not even going to put no nothing up, you know, even though I may need to put up shelving because I have no storage in this place, but I can't. So I have to do what I have to do. Um, and so those limitations, I feel like, um, resonate deeply, even when they, you know, aren't, you know, being, even if they aren't relevant, like, you know, I used to be able to, you know, I used to be limited in this way. And even though I'm no longer limited, maybe it's still, you know, deep within me. So now I'm hesitant. Like, I really don't want to put up walls. I don't put up, you Mm -hmm. know, shelving. I don't want any issues. And all of that counts because we're talking about, you know, solution-based, you know, problem, you know, solution-based issues where we can solve a lot of our problems with these very easy solutions, but we may not be able to just because of, you know, 
some limitations that wow. we have. Wow, like there's so, okay, first off, Wolves, I forgot to tell y'all to get your notebooks and pens because there's gems being dropped. But by this time, <laughs> y'all should know to get your notebooks and pens because I say it every episode. But um, <laughs> I'm just listening to what you're saying. And one, it brings up two experiences for me. So the first experience is when we moved here, I would always stay in our bedroom, right? And mind you, I've had like a one bedroom before. Mm -hmm. I've also had like a three bedroom apartment before because I had lived with my two best friends prior to, and then I lived with my ex and my other, um, my ex best friend prior to this move. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember like Gary, my partner would always be out in the living room, like getting work done. And he grew up in a house, right? Like Shorty grew up in a whole house, three floors, living in the best life. And he would always be like, babe, why are you always in the bedroom? And I'm just like, like, what's the problem? Like, you know, I'm, I'm in here, I'm flourishing, mind your business. And it's kind of like, I just think that it's very weird that you do everything in the bed. You eat in the bedroom, you work in the bedroom, you sleep in the bedroom. Like, you, he's like, why don't you come into the living room? Like, this is literally the space for you to commune and do all those things and you don't come in here. Mm -hmm. And we had to unpack it. And I realized that, growing up with the foundation that I had like though I did have my two homes um I did move in with my mother completely when I was 14 and I was really limited to the space of my room for almost my entire um yeah. stay there and then when I moved to my apartment my first apartment with my two best friends I was actually in the living room but it was also my bedroom right because we had made the other two bedrooms their bedrooms then um, I moved right into my other apartment and I just stayed in the bedroom because that was honestly the only thing that we could afford to furnish if I'm being 100% honest with you. So I never even took advantage of being in the living room. So then now we're here in this yeah. space. And it was really hard. Like, he would have to, like, hold my hand and walk me out to the living room and be like, this is your space. You own this space. Have a yeah. seat on the couch with me. And I was like, ah, are you sure? Because I could just be in the bedroom. He's like, or you could be in the living room because this is all and it's crazy because I never thought about, like, the limitations that come with, um, our our foundational understanding of home that's so interesting yeah. all yeah. those rooms are off limit to me because it was practical mm. for my grandparents off right limit. like for my grandmother she's like i'm not about to clean this right. entire house every day because y'all want to be in every room y'all stay in this right. room <laughs> right 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 <laughs> y'all live your life yeah. in this room and mind your business and for my mom again right. it was an apartment we had a two-bedroom apartment she had her room and my room and then we had the living room that was also too off limits so I was really just limited to my space. And once I organized my space the way that I wanted it to be, I was very particular about how I like how things were and where things went. Um, but I also never wanted to leave it. So like you just saying all that right now, I'm like, that really brought that um, experience up. And I wonder if any other wolves who are listening, if you have a very similar experience with your space, because I don't think that I'm alone in this, but maybe I am. Let me know. <laughs> no seriously it's like I mean that's why we gotta we we're, we're we are talking more just all of us because you never know you really think you're alone in the situation and you're like oh I experienced that mm -hmm. too me too me too and you're like wait a minute now there's a pattern this is this is something deeper if we've all experienced it this is not just an individual it becomes cultural uh exactly um but for me um the limitations really were um someone was typically living in mm. our living room, you know, whether it's extended family or, you know, a family friend that needed a place to stay. So that really, that was most of the time that is exactly why I couldn't go into the living room or communing in the living room yeah. was a bit different. 
um, because that was somebody's living space. And and I, I, I know just from conversations I've had with friends, like that is, that's definitely cultural. That's such an experience. Someone, you know, yeah, like uh, we've always, you know, extended our home to people in need. And I, I feel like um, maybe it's not cultural. Let me not say that. Um, but but I know that uh, that limitation, like not being able to go in the living room, just to go in it, because right. nobody was living there. Uh, even looking at my living room as I, you know, moved into my own spaces, uh, that was like a new. Experience. It was like a new terrain. Oh. Like I have yeah, two rooms. Like... Wait, <laughs> You're right? Like the bedroom is not for TV. Yes. It doesn't have to be for TV yes. and to eat. Right. Oh, like there's a space where I can just yes. sleep. Like that's literally like we don't I don't have to it doesn't have to be like a multi, you know, uh, a multifunctioning room like that. It's it's OK if the room is just yes. for one thing. Oh, like yeah. my mind is literally blown <laughs> like right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like revolutionary. But now, like, I refuse to bring my phone in my bedroom. Like, nope, this place is for two spaces, and it's mm. almost like a privilege to have one room as one one place. You know, a place mm. where you do one thing. It's just like growing up. It was like, oh, you know, this is a multi. It has to be. Um, so that also, I think, dictates how we see wow. yes 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 and yes because all of that so now the second point I want to um touch on that came up for me was I was having a conversation with Kiana um she is the owner of money and it's a podcast all about like money and spirituality money and beauty like she just explores the, men- the many layers of money in the black community and how it shows up in our lives super dope podcast go check it out anyway we were talking on her podcast and she had mentioned that I did an energy reading for her a year ago and she had just moved into her own space. And she was saying that she, um, she had thought she was a minimalist because she didn't really do much with her space, but she found that she really lived. And you can see in her energy reading that she lived a lot in her crown chakra, her head. That's where her, her house was, was like in her, in her head, like all the experiences, all of like the, um, quote unquote, inner furnishings were all happening internally, but it was getting to the point where there was such a disconnect from living in your inner oasis and not living in your outer oasis too. So like, I guess my question would be for you is like, how do we translate that? Like if we are first time like owners, whether it's that you're, you know, you're renting your apartment or you just have a new space that's your own, how do we get the ideas in our heads out into the space that we're in and like be okay with it like how does that work yeah it was it really was I was like I don't even realize I said that she was like yeah it made me really think about like why do I live in my head and it was mainly for the same reason we just spoke about just like you know um how she was raised it just she was normally in a space that really wasn't her own space so she created her own space within the realms of her mind her head absolutely that is super relatable um I think um and this is a question that this is one of the first questions I asked on my next step calls um with someone who is inquiring to um hire organize for love I asked like what is your Mm. ideal home um because I think we we're definitely navigating from a place of survival or a place of um practicality which is fine too like all of these things are fine like none of these things are wrong per, per se right but it's something to just investigate 
Um, and so just asking, like, what's your ideal home? You actually stop and give yourself a chance to think about, like, what it is that you want. Like, what's the vision you have mm. for your space? And sometimes that doesn't always align with what we're actually doing. And so it's just kind of looking at um, the contrast between like what we want and what we have, you know, where we're going and where we are. It's just really seeing like what's the in between Mm. of all of that. And then we get to, you know, investigate like the things that we're actually doing. Like, you know, like you say, you want to be a more patient person, but you snap at your mom. So it's like... I know that was that was a leap. No, that was example, literally my example just of my life. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> we can continue on. <laughs> but like you know, like you say, you know, you want to be a minimalist, mm-hmm. a minimalist, um, but you, you know, you you buy a lot of things mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. Um, so it's just like rethinking, like what that means, or you know, like what does it mean to to want? Um, what does it mean to like have an ideal space that isn't Wow. That requires a lot of like knowing of yourself. That's really what it sounds like. It sounds like you really need to be able to reflect on maybe your past experience with like different spaces you lived in. And then also somehow, I want to say the word marry, but I love how you said the in between because it really reminds me of um, what I'm learning, which is like the middle way of like, you don't actually want to live in joy all the time or live in sorrow all the time, but you want to find a happy medium where you can have this ongoing flow and understanding that like they both work together in harmony to give you a fuller experience. So it sounds like the same thing um, of what you're saying is like, all right, reflect, but also um, in a healthy way, because I know the word project is like very like triggering for people, but like also project like you know what you want to see before you for your future. Find a way to bring them both together. And I feel like organizing right, does that right. though. When I'm thinking about it, I'm like that's probably where I would infuse organizing because I would need to organize one my thoughts and then my space so that they can come together. Yeah, it's definitely it's a journey though. I think. I don't necessarily like come out swinging like this mm-hmm. with my clients because you, at the end of the day, you have to like implement like practical right. tools and like some of the things that we're discussing, like these are things that I particularly have been thinking about and negotiating and uh, mm. in my mind, you know, for over 15 mm. years. However, when you just need an organized space, like to, to do all of these things at the same time, um, with you know so much intensity like it could be overwhelming mm. so it's just like these are like lifelong discussions you have with yourself and you know it could start with your introduction with Organized for Love like you're going to get some cr- practical tools but and you're also going to get some like conversations to have with yourself because I think you know you know pra- uh, quick you know bite-sized steps are, are will only get you but right, so far right, right. so like you know, I can tell you to like buy this product, um, but you know, knowing how to install Ooh, it. Install. And, and, That's a triggering and, word. And, and... <laughs> <laughs> I thank God every day for Gary because I'm like, Lord, nothing would be built in this house. Nothing would be built in this house. <laughs> but, but like knowing like how how, how do you use it? Yeah, like, you know I was like, Ooh, install really brought me there, y'all. <laughs> it really brought me there. Um, but I, I actually had a thought just uh, <laughs> thinking about that your ideal home and and you know we may not have had the opportunity to even ask right. ourselves with the ideal home that was really irrelevant because it was just like exactly 
at least you have food on the table you know just like these like survival Mm. things that translate now to like us not asking ourselves like what do I actually want you know I've never been asked what I want because it was just it was just a unfortunately it was like a it was a it was Mm. a luxury to get what I want first um and so and and like that's okay like it's not it's really not about shaming Mm -mm. or judging or you know feeling bad about what was it's just just interrogating because of what was this is what it is and so now we have to kind of like unlearn certain things and all of this really really um closely connects with you know organization if I'm not thinking about how I actually want my home to function I'm just like I'm buying stuff I'm doing things that don't necessarily align and when you you know when you're not everything in is ghetto period when you're not in alignment it's just it's a really <laughs> interesting experience I like to call it contrast now like you know I'm, I'm being more um mm-hmm. refined with my language so I'll say like you know mm-hmm. instead of me being like this shit is ghetto which is really my initial response I'll be like um okay I'm experiencing contrast right now this is what I don't want ever again so <laughs> I'm like, I like that. Because certain words be so overused. I'm like, it don't even have like, any what? meaning anymore. I don't know what this means. I'm just tired of what it. What does alignment mean? I don't even know. I'm, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm, it's been so, it's been used. Yes, so it's, a, it's just that. like, um, oh, God, what were those <laughs> other triggers? So, you know, like with wellness. That's me. Exactly. I like, <laughs> I think you said it. Like, girl, I don't know that. Wellness has, has a way of doing that. When you're in the wellness world in any capacity, and let's not get it confused, organization is part of wellness, period. Don't ever be confused about it for sure oh absolutely. it is it is about That's your help. mental well-being it's about your physical and your spiritual well-being do not be confused at all yes. um but yeah there are a lot of words that get overused in wellness um the word itself wellness being one of those examples but alignment and stuff like that yeah. um but I do think that it's important that we have conversations like this because even as I'm speaking to you now one thing that I wrote on my show notes that won't be in the show notes, y'all. Um, maybe it might be, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm like, call my mother because I need to call her and actually just say thank you because as you're talking, I'm realizing that I've been really gifted in having two separate experiences in my childhood. Like one of being raised by like um, a two-parent household with my grandparents and then one being raised by my, my mother. Yeah. And I'm realizing that like when yeah. I go on my journey of exploring organization in my in my life, right? Of like how it showed up in my life. I realized that my mom was such a rebellious being. So like, even when you were saying like, even being asked what I wanted, she was actually the only, she would get into arguments with my grandparents over the fact that she would ask me what it is that I want. Granted, she gave me choices. Mm. I just couldn't pull things out of the air. But she definitely, you know, like <laughs> she did have her limits. But she would do things like in the morning. Right, right, right. She's one of the people that taught me, her and my grandmother, about like beauty, because beauty and organization also go hand in hand too. But um, she spoke about like, okay, cool, let's pick out your outfits for the week, like on, on Sunday. So on Sunday was that day. And literally she was like, here's option A and option B. Which one do you want for Monday? Cool, you like option A? Option A is what you'll wear. Okay, now we have a new option A and now we have option B from the first round. And I would literally be able to pick out what it is that I wanted to wear and do on the weekends. And then the weekdays, my grandmother was like, this is what I decided you were going to wear. So put it on and let's go. Cause I have three other kids to take care of and you're not the only one. And I realized now, like (laughs) I actually have, um, I didn't realize how ingrained that was like the power of choice Mm. of like being able to choose Mm. like what it is that I want in my space and knowing that I have the choice 
the power to choose like that's actually really um profound yeah. I it just I don't know why because I talk about the power of choice often but I I've never connected it to like yeah. my home and organization before so thank you for that yeah because the power yes. of choice honey wow man and it's and it's it's really I think some I'd like to think about having being able to have these conversations even being able to think about these things is such a privilege because mm-hmm. my mom wasn't able to think uh, and talk about these things and her mom wasn't able to and I just I'm always so grateful to even be able to like sit and have a whole conversation talking about the power of choice and it's like that just was not something they were able to do and and I think that alone mm. I always recognize that because it's like I I know when I was younger I there was a lot of resentment 100%. around you know why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And, you know, as I've gotten older, just being able to, like, recognize, like, I'm able to do because she wasn't. And, like, that's really, that's just important. But I say all that to say, like, even, baby, when you said the power of choice, I was like, even the power to not, like, mm-hmm. buy stuff. But just thinking about, like, choice, mm-hmm. um, the power of choice, and, you know, how we we have so much power in the things that we choose and I think maybe we're we're still choosing based off of like reflex or you know memory mm-hmm. or survival but not because of like what's best or even what we want mm. mm-hmm. I think that's so important because if you are able to just realize that you can sit it kind of goes into like I feel like this is gonna be such um a podcast episode where people I seriously wolves like I really hope y'all are okay because when me and Rebecca do talk we do go in depth um so this is a podcast episode you're gonna listen to a few times because there are so many different parts to um, unpack but again these are conscious conversations this is what it looks like this is consciousness in in action um Because what you're talking about, too, is, like, also that ability to say no. Because that also comes with the power of choice. Mm. It's, like, being comfortable and saying no. Like, one thing I can say, too, about that, when I was moving here, I brought my mom, y'all. Brought my mom. I was like, all right, mom, you can see this face, whatever. As soon as sis came in this house, she was like, you need to buy, you need to get this, this. Oh, I'm going to buy you this. I'm going to get you that. Okay, you need to get that. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa whoa like I did not agree to any of this and I had to exercise <laughs> that power of no mm-hmm. and most people wouldn't because like yo your mom about to buy you like all your furniture about to do all you know what I mean like she's about to just buy you whatever you want like just get whatever you want and it was really I had to be very adamant about like this is the experience that I want to have in my first apartment with my my partner mm-hmm. you know and like I don't want all these things I don't want all of this like you know several different tools she wants to buy me an air fryer then she also wants to buy me a crock pot but then she also wants to buy me a mini oven I'm like sis we have a up like no mama. well I, I speak for a lot of us I think you should receive that air fryer for sure I know everybody says that um, to me like girl I don't want that air fryer one I remember like okay the crock pot okay yeah the air fryer you should don't refuse that <laughs> <laughs> people really do really and it's so funny she brought one for me like I want to say like two years ago like she just buys me random household appliances like when you get your place it'll be so cute <laughs> But in the same time, like, I appreciate it from, like, again, what you said, like, as you get older, you start to realize, like, the dynamic of um, your parents and the fact that you have, they're humans. They are humans having their own experience as well. They're not just your parents. So, like, for my mom, it's also her desire of, like, 
when she lived in her different apartments, she didn't really have a choice because mm-hmm. when she lived in her first apartment, she was with her husband. Mm-hmm. Then she also had to take care of her mother who was, who was unfortunately passing away. Mm-hmm. Then she had me. So she actually has never been able to live on her own and make her own decision. They were always mm-hmm. influenced by the people she had to take care of, mm-hmm. you know? So for her, it's instinctual for her to do for me. Like, look, you now have, like, you live with Gary. You have to make sure. Then I'm just like, no, Gary's a grown-ass man. <laughs> He's fine. Yep. He'll be okay. And, like, being able to say no, even though I'm, like, consistently being told that I'm supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to say yes because you know it's being offered and you know you're a struggling um you know quote unquote like you're up and coming in your life and you need all this support and help but it's also the power of choice of like I I agree to a certain extent like there are certain things that I'm just like I've gotten to the point where my mother's like okay thank you mom I accept that and then I'll also be like mom I said no the answer is no if you mail it to my house, I will return it back to you because you also are a Leo and you don't really understand the word no. Yeah. You know, and just being okay with that because it's hard. It's not easy to um, be able to say yes to the things that you want and no to things that you don't want because of what we were talking about previously. Like there's just so many layers and so much conditioning that you have to unpack so that you can actually begin to organize. Right, 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 right. Mm, let's talk about some practical ways people can combat that i'm here for that <laughs> i'm here for that because i'm always like what do i do next Rebecca? <laughs> because you took it all this hocus pocus yes and i don't know what uh, oh, thank god this. thank god for you please please <laughs> <laughs> what did we do next because now we're all like girl <laughs> besides booking a therapist <laughs> what else do i need to do besides booking a therapist that one girl <laughs> what else do I need to do (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is a fun one and I know this is some this is a step a lot of people may skip um Mm -hmm. but it's a really important one so just you can literally write down what you want and I know it feels so oh wow yes that sounds so simple but in a good way it's really like write down the type of space that you want to live in I remember years ago I started to write like um clear descriptions of what I wanted my home to look like and feel like like what are the features of the home um, that I want to live in my ideal space and like write it out as if it's your current home okay so like this is this is like beyond this is this is not even about like manifesting right like although it does that Mm-hmm. it's really about just getting to the nitty-gritty of like what you want your space to look like and feel like um so you so you're clear okay on it. and I would rewrite it you know just just rewrite it maybe every year or so every few years um uh, but really revisiting or visit if you haven't visited before like what you want your space to be because that's something that you may not have explored yet mm. and so that's just a just step one okay don't skip it. A lot of people skip it. No. <laughs> I see all the time. Um, the next thing is, um, you know, get you a Pinterest board, a Pinterest account if you don't already have one. And I know a lot of us already have collected, you know, home inspo on, you know, their Instagram collections, you know, mm-hmm, and Facebook mm-hmm. saved uh, I have collections. That, yeah. And it's really amazing. Go back and refine it. Go back mm. into it and see what's outdated. 
um, what is still relevant to you right now? You know, I used to want to have like this most colorful home. Like, I mean, like everything is a different color and I've outgrown that style. Um, And so I think when we're thinking about our space, we may be all over the place and unfocused. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if you already have a Pinterest board of, you know, home info, just like going back to that board and just deleting some things Mm -hmm. and really seeing like, what is it that I like about um, these homes? Like what still aligns? I love that. Yes. It's going to come up, (laughs) y'all. It's going to come up. What, you know, what info still aligns? Mm, Um, I love that. I really do. And then, a, a final thing is looking now now that we have a finish we have our ideal home we have these finished uh we have the finished um pinterest board or collection right. of our inspo now look at the photos that are left what is it what is exactly do you like about these photos because a lot of times it's not you know you may like a bedroom that's all white but you would never want white sheets you like the feeling that the all white gives mm. right you 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 like the freshness of it you like the cleanliness so you really maybe you don't want white sheets right but you just like you like clean in your space and so that's really important to distinguish because a mm-hmm. lot of us have home inspo but we may not have been able to decipher what is it exactly about the space that resonates with us and it may not be like the furniture piece right or it Mm. may not even be the feeling it may be the colors Mm. um it may not be the way the space is structured right it could you know be the the lighting in the space so that is really important because when a lot of people are inspired by spaces you know maybe you see a home that has very um a kitchen that's very organized and kind of perfect mm-hmm. I think people like the idea of it mm-hmm. but you may not want that in your space you want function and organization but you don't want it to be exactly like that so that's really important because when you're going out shopping for you know spice jars for your seasonings right you don't particularly you don't want it to look exactly like that you just want it to be organized so you know which spice jars you're buying right you know where to put the spice jars you know things like that really help you know our purchasing decisions it really helps us you know if you're hiring a professional organizer it helps you to refine and get focused on like what you actually want versus like the idea of what you want so those Mm. are some practical you know starting points um for you know getting your home um in order i freaking love all of that i feel like that's a great way to like end the segment because you guys have a lot to process you're welcome (laughs) um (laughs) right because i'm just like y'all have a lot to process um it's a good episode this is why it's happening on friday so you have like the weekend to just indulge and Hopefully what this will do is allow is be an invitation for you to come back Mm -hmm. home to yourself um, and to your actual home, no matter where it may be, whether you're renting, whether you own it, whether you have roommates, whether it's with your partner, whether it's with your kid, it doesn't really matter. And really take these practical steps and just the conversation Rebecca and I just had to help you better understand your relationship to the word itself organization Mm -hmm. um and how it shows up in your life or how it doesn't show up in your life and then Mm. just take it from there yeah and then of course after you do all that yummy stuff and maybe before you do all that because you'll probably need some support 
make sure again you're following <laughs> Rebecca on Instagram and she has an amazing offer that's coming out and I want you to talk a bit on it before we close out the segment so it's called Absolutely. expand your space yes so it's my signature offer my so my only service that mm-hmm. I offer and it really is a full package to get your space in order and so it's broken up into three phases. So the first phase is we declutter your space, figure out what doesn't belong, what mm-hmm. does not um, serve you, what no look serves you. Um, the second phase is organizing. Now we need to rearrange what's left, the things that you have kept. And then the last phase is decor. The last phase is decorating. And mm-hmm. so now we're um, evaluating, like how can we beautify your space? Because for me, decorating, um, organization are they go hand in hand they're not separate Mm. um and so that is expand your space and the package i am taking clients for 2021 after 2020 um that's long gone by the time you're here this 2020 is long gone i know we're all happy for it okay (laughs) so it's okay that's true right by the time you hear it it (laughs) um but so that that is expand your space and Mm. The focus on it is really um, we're doing heavy decluttering. I love that. Um, that is what we're drawing from, really, really getting deep and figuring out, like, we need to clear out this space before we replenish it um, with organization and uh, decorating. I love that. I will also have that link, of course, in the show notes. You can go directly there and book her before she's all booked up. Hopefully she won't be by the time you all hear this. Let's pray. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love it. Yes, because the goal is to have this out in the beginning of the year because I feel like this is a perfect topic to start mm-hmm. off the year. To just yes. jumpstart you in 2021. Just being a bit more, if you can't leave this episode feeling like, okay, I feel like, you know, I can be a bit more organized. At least you have the awareness that it has mm-hmm. this incredible power to shift your life. Um, and even that is just more than enough to jumpstart your journey. So I want to say thank you again, Rebecca, for coming through and spending time with me on the chat. It was Absolutely. so much fun. Thank you for having me. Of I feel course. like I love doing podcasts, but especially ones that are this profound and organic with good friends because I love like sharing. I love being able to like open up these different topics and have yeah. people think in a way that's like oh I never thought about it that way so a hundred percent and that, that's really the goal y'all know wolves we're trying to bring all our lost wolves home back to Loba Land make us the number one podcast for wellness especially for our Period. black bodies okay Period. y'all already Period. know the mission we already on it we're doing really <laughs> well um continue to subscribe to the podcast share this episode um again share and support Rebecca's journey as well because she's a phenomenal phenomenal human being like the amount of girl yes you know I'm you know I gotta brag because (laughs) seriously this woman is truly I would have to say the best word I can like uh to describe her is like she's very special in the sense that she has a way of understanding this grandiose thing which is organization right being able to pinpoint the fact that for black bodies it's been a different experience for us and then helping us have digestible easy to do tasks to practice so that we can finally get to um, a space where we can embrace all of organizing like that's just something that I haven't come across since me like before meeting her since meeting her she's the she's one of a kind and I oh truly gosh. truly truly 
want you to jump on the Rebecca Love Train, the organized love train. Oh my um, get it together, make it happen, support her, drop comments, all that, because literally she's a gem and she's someone very special that I get to share with you. So Oh my god. I'm Thank happy to do so this episode. Good. Thank you for hopping on. Oh I'm goodness. so 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 grateful for this. Again, Wolves, you know what to do. Subscribe, comment, rate, share. Let's blow this episode up and kick off our 2021 the best way possible. I love you to the moon and back and I will see you for another episode. Uh it's probably coming up after this. All right? Okay. okay. <laughs> Bye, Wolves. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs>